Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. How's everybody's, mental, how's everybody's mental health doing this week? Not great. Yeah, I know. It's all right. It's getting worse. Joe, how are you feeling? Uh, I mean, same as ever. Nothing changes right now. No, but I well, mean, we're all, we're all trying to keep up. Yeah, it's true. It's not necessarily getting worse yet. Well, I've decreased my employment, so. Yeah, I have too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, not, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. No. Well, I mean, have you signed up for unemployment? My, according to the way this works, the employer has to do it. And so they're doing it, but it won't take effect for another six to eight weeks. So Oof. pretty much have to live off of three days a week for the next two months. Yeah, you'll get it all. You'll get it all. Back I mean, it'll come, yeah, it'll all come back. It's just going to be in one giant chunk. So I just got to be thrifty for the next two months. Yeah, a buddy of mine just got his check from like when this all started and he initially got like, Hey, we got nothing going on right now. You're going to have to just wait it out. Yeah. Um, and that was six weeks ago. So he just got six weeks of pay and one. And he's like, yeah, I'm living large now. <laughs> I feel like a, I feel like a millionaire, even though I'm not a millionaire. Time, no, I'm, time I'm for balling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ball out. It's mm. nothing but steaks and lobster this week, boys. Just for yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After six weeks of ramen noodles. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ramen yeah. noodles, uh, Chef Boyardee ravioli. Hey, Chef. All right, what's your favorite Chef Boyardee since we're on budget foods, I guess? No, no thanks. <laughs> no, you have to pick one. Is it beefaroni or is it uh, meat ravioli? Those are your only real Okay, options. yeah, meat ravioli. If I have to choose, but I don't think I've had one since I was like 13. Oh, I haven't either. I absolutely have not even given a second glance at the Chef Boyardee section of the grocery no. store in at least probably 15 years yeah uh-oh uh, <laughs> joe, joe eats it all the time <laughs> i eat it all the time <laughs> well see it's easy for i love me some play. uh some mini mini beef ravioli the mini beef ravioli i don't know if i had that one i like the the double stuffed ones or the extra filled or whatever they were called yeah i don't know joe what are they called it's not the most stuff that's Oreos. Yeah. i think it's like over overstuffed over, or oh yeah it is overstuffed yeah yeah or hardy. Not that it really matters. It all just turns into mush anyway. Yeah, You take true. it out of the can, you, you microwave it, or you cook it in the pot, and then it just turns into meat, red, and pasta mush. <laughs> Joe, have you ever had it uncooked? I, uh, I no. Just straight out of the can? No. Mm. I've been I mean, it's just, it's just one of the yeah. things that I like, buy and bring to work to like yeah. eat for lunch. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's it's a really easy like lunch food. Yeah. yeah. Pop into the microwave at work and good to go yeah i think beef, uh, beef ravioli was always my favorite beefaroni's good and the spaghetti and meatballs weren't bad as far as i know and i don't know if that's they just... all taste the same yeah it's, it's just the... what what shape do you want your mush in <laughs> yeah but see there's other ones but those are the only three that i ever got like i don't remember what the other ones are but i don't know i mean i literally i haven't had one for 10 at least years well now you're gonna have to start because you're, you're scrimping to. and saving so we're just trying to give you recommendations we're here to help no tuna but... is the way to go in this instance ew chef we are tuna that sounds disgusting no, no that's nasty <laughs> do they make the tuna ravioli you can get oh. you can get tuna casserole making this for like four dollars and then that's a meal for the next three days yeah but like beefaroni you can get for like 66 cents or something like that and that's and a then... meal for 
you know, you can get the so next for, 30 seconds until you <laughs> before dollars worth will be booted for four days. Probably get two. It's lunch and dinner. You're covered. I guess you're so ready to go. <laughs> no, thanks. No, tuna ravioli sounds disgusting. If you're going to have a seafood ravioli, it's got to be like lobster. Like crab. Crab. I mean, crab yeah. ravioli is definitely a thing. Yeah, I've had lobster ravioli yeah. before. It's really good. I used to get them at Sam's Club all the time. Yeah, I don't I don't think you could put tuna in ravioli. It would probably just... I mean, you could. Let's not sell people's ability short here. You could do it. I mean, it's all just... you need to do is just get, like, pasta and then wrap it in ravioli. Or, I mean, uh, wrap it around tuna. Oh, just... I'm just now picturing the, like, slop of tuna <laughs> on top of... No, it needs to be, like, a tuna steak, not, like, tuna out of the can. Like, you're getting an actual piece of tuna, then you're cutting it into cubes, pretty much, and then you're putting it inside a ravioli. Oh, see, I'm talking about tuna salad with, like, mayonnaise oh, and everything. Oh, no, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I was I was picturing, like, uh, chicken of the sea. Yeah, no, yeah. That's what you well, could do Well, I was that. thinking, like, sashimi. Like, yeah, tuna steak. Like, megaro tuna. Yeah, yeah. All of it would still be gross, I think. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of tuna unless it's covered in mayonnaise. <laughs> See, there you go. So throw that in your ravioli. You don't need bread for a sandwich. Your carbs are right there in the uh, ravioli. Exactly. Done deal. All right. We're, we're doing this tomorrow. Sweet. <laughs> I have no work. Check out our new Broken Clocks YouTube series, Making Disgusting Food. <laughs> Coming to a YouTube link near you. Never. Eventually. Yeah. See, you can make disgusting food with things that you already have in your pantry. <laughs> Joe and I tried this once. Remember this, Joe? When we deep fried everything in your pantry and we videotaped it or, well, we yeah. recorded it? Yeah. I mean, we mixed and matched a bunch of good food together. We were like, let's make a burger with like mozzarella cheese sticks and stuff. Oh, deep, those are deep delicious. fried pepperoni and deep fried pickles. And then we made our own hot sauce out of like seven different hot sauces that were in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's quarantine cooking, man. It's good stuff. Well, I mean, this was like 12 years ago. Yeah, this was a very long time. Oh, yeah. You guys were in self quarantine. I should stress that. You guys were still stuck inside. But yes, this is normally own. what we, we do. Were just, yeah, exactly. yeah, we were just living our lives. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now they have a word for it it's social distancing. Yeah, I'm the social distance king. Yeah. Um, so, I know. Well, when we're not being culinary geniuses or abominations, <laughs> we're playing video games. So, Joe, what'd you play this week? Uh, I finally finished Resident Evil 3. Oh, okay. Yay! And what are your thoughts upon completion? Uh, it's a good game, but it's not as good as Resident Evil 2, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, which I guess is on par because Resident Evil 3, the original, wasn't as good as Resident Evil 2, the original. Yeah, I was gonna so, say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it's just at that point very true to form. So is this more because Resident Evil Three is not as good as Resident Evil Two to begin with, or is the remake not as good because it's just a a worse remake rather than just you can't compare the two because two was always the better game. Like, uh, is it also not as good a game and also not as good a remake, or is it just like what both. is okay? <laughs> Uh, well, like, you know, naturally it won't be as good of a game because once again, the original game wasn't as good as the original game. Um, one of the things about Resident Evil 2 was there was a ton of replayability to the game because there was multiple different, um, like post game scenarios that you could play through, like you, and also that you could play through as Leon and then you could play through as Claire and then you could play through game B as Leon and you could play through game B as Claire. So there's definitely like four different playthroughs of the game that you could do. Uh-huh. Um, Resident Evil. Hmm? And then, and yeah. Tofu. And then the, like, and then the, and then the, um, what was the other guy's name? 
hunk hunk playthrough and then the yep. tofu playthrough um so there was a ton of playability to the second game and they put all of that into the remake of this one uh resident Evil 3 just had the one campaign and that was it and there wasn't a ton of like replayability and the th- same exact thing happens with this one as well uh so right then and there like just because it's trying to be the original game it's not as good but you know like i said that's just like history repeating itself at that point um in terms of as a new game like as a remake it it also isn't i would say as good of a game um just because a lot of the tweaks that they put into resident evil 2 remake uh made that one i guess i would say like superior and it took some of the thunder out of the third game because the the big draw of resident evil 3 was the nemesis in it at the time and like mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2 didn't really have a nemesis. It did have Mr. X in that Mr. game, but he wasn't nearly as he wasn't nearly as intimidating in the original Resident Evil 2 than he was in the new Resident Evil 2. Uh new Resident Evil 2 made him like very, very intimidating. He like chased you like throughout this the place. Like every time he showed up, you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Um that's what Resident or that's what Nemesis did in the original Resident Evil 3. Uh I think them doing such a good job with Mr. X in the remake, it took the thunder out of Nemesis in Resident Evil 3 remake. Uh, And also, they just didn't do... I don't think they did Nemesis that well in this one, which is surprising because of how well they did it with Resident Evil 2 with Mr. X. Uh, Because Nemesis in this one, he feels a lot more scripted. Like, obviously, it was scripted in the original one also, but, like, everything feels because it's such a more cinematic game. Like you can always kind of tell when nemesis is going to show up because like he shows up preceding like a cut scene and stuff. Um, whereas uh, Mr. X and the Resident Evil two remake, you just like open up a door and turn a corner and he's there chasing you. And you're like, Oh fuck. Oh, like, you know, all of a sudden it's a shock. Whereas this one, like you walk out of a building and then there's like a cut scene. And you're like, Oh, okay. Like obviously nemesis is about to show up this time. Um, so he, he doesn't feel as, I don't know, like as intimidating as Mr. X did. And that's just kind of a disappointment with this new one. Mm-hmm. Did and you play any of the multiplayer though? Uh, still have not played any of the multiplayer. Cause yeah. that's where like, I'm sure the extra time and effort went into because pretty much it's just reskinned two or not reskinned, Three. but like the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because that's where the replayability comes in, is right. the multiplayer. Yeah, but again, like, if we know it's not... short. Let's play this multiplayer. Yeah, but the, yeah. again, if you if you're playing these games to relive the epicness of the single player, and you have the ability to replay several times as you know all those different people in two, then multiplayer in three. While I get the sentiment of like, there's still a ton of content here, isn't necessarily going to you know be everyone's bag. So I, I get that too. Which yeah. is kind of a bummer. Are you, do you plan to it, at least check it out? I don't know what the community's like for it. At this, like, I don't, are people just getting probably not Resident any. Evil Three, <laughs> buying Resident Evil Three, and being done with it, or are they? Yeah. I haven't heard a single thing about it, so I don't. I actually don't know. Like, yeah, I haven't I seen know. people be like, "It's it's super fun." Oh my god, you got to try it. It's great. All the I mean, reviews guess... for the like stuff I've there, the game I've seen has just been like, "Yeah, it's like Resident Evil Three remade, which is not as good as Resident Evil 2. and we didn't play the multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, originally Resident Evil 3 was something that was like really thrown together at last minute um, because the original Resident Evil 3 was actually supposed to be Code Veronica and that became a Dreamcast exclusive. 
And like Sony got mad, so Capcom kind of threw together Resident Evil 3 and called it Resident Evil 3, and they changed the name of Code Veronica to Code Veronica. Um, so this one was like originally was just kind of a slow, like a slappily or hastily slapped together game anyways. So, you know, like I said, I, I guess at that point it's like very true to form. Um, and then there was also like a lot of tinkering to the story and stuff that, you know, I didn't really feel like it like came together. Um, and there's like a, a kind of a big reveal at the end. It's not entirely important, but at the end of the game, uh, the person who saves you is Barry, who's like a, one of the side characters from the first game. He's the one who comes in the helicopter and saves you. They took him out of this one. He's he's not the one that saves you in the end. It's just like you and the other guy get into the helicopter and fly off. And I was very like kind of confused by that. I was like, oh, well, why did they do it that way? And uh, I, I was just like, kind of, I was like, is this just because they didn't do a remake of Resident Evil 1? So like, they didn't have the skin for Barry in there somewhere. No Barry assets. Yeah, but like you could just make that. Like that seems yeah. like a weird. Has anyone posed that question like on Twitter or in interviews? Like have they said why they made that change? I don't know. I haven't looked. I just found it very bizarre that they would do that. Does he come in and play a bigger role than in four? Like does Barry show up again after the helicopter scene? Like in the uh, rest of Resident Evil Canon? Barry, I don't think, shows up again until, like, Revelations. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, if he doesn't play that important of a role, I, I could understand why, just from a storytell- from a cohesive storytelling standpoint in the remake universe, I guess, that he's not needed, because what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, he was in the Game Boy Color one, Resident Evil Gaiden. Hmm. <laughs> Well, when they remake that, then we'll make sure that he has a prominent role and we can maybe put him back in three with a patch or something. Hmm. Were there any other changes that you noticed between the original and the, the new one other than that? Uh, there was definitely like a lot of kind of layout changes and stuff and the way that the story plays out. Like, um, And it's been a long time since I played the, sec- or the, the original one, so maybe I'm just remembering things. But I remember the... Um, the police station happening much, much earlier in the game. And it's Jill that goes to the police station. And this time they change it so that it happens much later in the game. And it's Carlos is the one that goes to the police station. Um, I don't, you know, that's just kind of a, a weird change that they did. Uh, Cause it, it, it also like helps explain something that happened in Resident Evil two, which like the change was different now. Cause in the original game in Resident Evil two, if you do a thing where like, if you run through the beginning of the game without actually shooting any of the zombies, you get to the, when you get to the police station, uh, a character from the original game, Brad is there, but he's a zombie in Resident Evil three. It explains how Brad was killed in front of the police station by nemesis and turned into a zombie. Um, cause he helps Jill get to the police station. So now they just kind of changed that, but Brad doesn't appear in Resident Evil two. So I guess it's not very important. Or the Resident Evil two remakes, so I guess it's not very important. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where, like, if you were a big fan of the original Resident Evil 2, that, like, Easter egg was kind of, a, like, an important thing. And it was also kind of, like, an early on speedrunning thing where, like, people tried to get to Brad as quickly as possible without, you know, uh, killing any of the enemies. Um, and then them explaining that stuff was kind of like, uh, like oh, that's, that explains all that stuff. That was big in Resident Evil, the original games when you played them. And now 
that whole part being like completely removed from it is like, oh, like they kind of took one of the important aspects of the game and like one of the important like storyline aspects of the game and kind of just got rid of it. And it seems very bizarre as somebody who's like a fan of the franchise. Yeah, it's like a weird piece of fun lore to like remove. Erase. Yeah. Yeah. Normally you'd think like a remake would put in more fun lore things or like, you know, retconning explanations of, uh, you know, things that people always wondered about the game 20 years later or whatever. Uh, But it seems weird to be like, no, that fun thing that we retroactively fixed and everyone thought was really cool. That's gone. Yeah. That's bad. So like removing the Brad stuff and removing the Barry stuff as a fan of the Resident Evil like franchise, it's just the kind of thing where I look at that go like, I would like to know what the meeting was or whatever, you know, like the plot meeting or whatever the hell they were doing where they decided to just take that stuff out. It just seems weird to me. Yeah. I mean, it's a person who hates people with B names as well. I'm glad that they removed them, but I can understand why as a Resident Evil fan, you, you don't want that. <laughs> But I hate all people named uh, B. Barry and Brad, get them out of there. So is this setting up for the Barry and Brad spinoff? Is that what we're getting? Like, is that? Well, oh, Brad is dead. B and so... B take Biohazard. Are we sure that he's dead? Uh, Nobody's yeah. Dead. Nemesis, Nemesis shoved the tentacle through his head. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, you can come back from that sometimes, right? Uh, true. There you go. See, it could have. It could happen. I'm holding out hope. I mean, a lot oh. of people have returned from weirder deaths in Resident Evil. There you go. See, the, it, it all it's all possible in Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Resident Evil Eight is going to be the the Brad and Bobby show or whatever his name was. I already forgot. <laughs> Barry. Barry. That was close. I knew it ended with a, started with a B and ended B with a Y. B and B show. I was, I was ready. I was there. Um, did you play anything else this week, Joe? Bradbury. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's important, but I just thought about it. <laughs> I just Thanks, put their names together Joe. and said it. That's yeah. No, That's I nice. that is an important that is an important fact. Um how have you how is your scheduled gaming going? How's your Animal Crossings? How are your Call of Duty challenges still keeping up? Uh yeah. I I I just have to accept the fact that I just suck at Resident or not Resident uh, Animal Crossing. I'm just fucking terrible at it. Uh, and I've always said I'm not a creative person. Like I, that's why I was never good at playing games like uh, Mario Maker and stuff. Like uh-huh. making levels in Mario Maker. I'm just not a very creative person. I would say. Uh, I disagree. I think you're a very creative person. It's hard to come up with things from scratch, though. Like it's, and a lot of those games there's just too many things to then like to calm your brain down enough to separate them all. And be like, yeah. Okay, where do where do I even start? And it might just be because of the, you know, coronavirus and stuff. But, like, I look online and I see everybody else's, like, islands and how well, they, like, all their stuff looks. I go to, like, other people's places. Like, I, I go to our friend Carrie's island and stuff. And it's, like, super nice and fancy. And everything's really nice. And then I, like, go to my island and it just looks like a shithole. And I'm like, oh, man. Did you see how like, long Carrie's island in that game, though? Well, I, yeah. I mean, and that's, like, I'm... I, you know, not to rub salt in the wounds, but I'm still working my full shift every week. And like everybody else is, has infinite time right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, like it just makes me feel like my island sucks. Yeah. But you're also like, you're playing Call of Duty and you're playing Resident Evil. Like it's not the only game that you're playing where I know every time I turn on my Switch and I see six of my friends are playing Animal Crossing, I know that's the only game they're playing right now. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's part of it, too. So you can't judge your own things on the merits of others, Joe. You have to just look at your island and know that it's pretty in its own way. I mean, Maybe I haven't seen it. it sucks. Well, I don't know. Maybe in 400 hours, it'll be as good as Carrie's. Is really? that how much time she's put into it? I think no, I there, has there even been 400 hours since that game came out? I think so. I mean, it's, po- it's certainly possible, but I, somebody do the math. Who's got the calculator the quickest? When, and when did that game come out? <laughs> when did it come out? The same day remember. as the same day as Doom, which was uh, the March twentieth. Wait, March twentieth. Oh, that's the first one I'm looking at. So March twentieth. Okay, March twentieth. So it's been uh, a little over a month. So it would have been 864 hours have passed okay. since that game okay. came out. So that's half. That's that's fine. That's a that's a good amount. I mean, that's a good chunk of time. So it is technically possible. So there you go. So yeah, Joe, if you put in that much time. You'll have the prettiest island in all of the lands. Tom Nook will give you a commendation straight away, I'm sure of it. Oh, I've already gotten several commendations. Oh, that's the great. Ha- See? The Happy Home Academy likes my... My house is very nice. My house is very well... It's just the island itself is just kind uh, of... I, I pretty much just covered my island in trees just so I can grow fruit and sell them. And like, if you you can go and you can talk to people, and they'll say like, uh, there's a thing that you can go to where it'll tell you like what people think of the island. And like every time they're just like, there's too many trees on this island. Like, wh- there's nothing else to look at. So my <laughs> island is like, basically just a forest of trees filled with fruit for me to sell. It's an orchard. Yeah, that's wonderful, Joe. You've got privacy. You've got brilliant foliage. You know, some people can't see the forest uh, through the trees, so. Yeah, yeah. Four hundred and five hours is what she's putting into it. Good for her. That's mm. impressive dedication. That is. She's enjoying a lot of it too. That's great. That's great to hear. Uh, what about you, John? What have you been playing? Uh, what have you put four hundred hours into? Uh, not nearly four hundred, <laughs> but I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty as usual. Yeah. Um, but I also uh, got accepted into a beta for the new Gundam like fighting game that's coming out. Which console like, or is this on yeah. your? Search for a new pooping game. No. uh, No, that search continues. Okay. The One Piece game is... I'm still playing it, but I've I've reached the, like, paywall pretty much. Mm. Where, like, your character's max at 30, but, like, it's a random gotcha game. So, like, you don't know which characters you get when you, you you know, spin the wheel, you know, whatever. Um, And once you get another one of the same characters, that's when, like, it levels up. So you can go past 30, but there's 60 characters... And you can, like, only pull about 10 every two days or so. So, like, I've reached the point where, like, I go to, like, levels and I'm just, like, I can't even get halfway through these. So I'm still trying, but yeah, that continues. Um, but, no, this one's uh, uh, for the PS4. Okay. And I, like, signed up a while ago because I signed up for other betas from Bandai Namco. Mm-hmm. So they send me emails and stuff. Um, but it's an online-only game, like, or at least the beta was. And there's no tutorial. And it's a fighting game. So I just got my shit wrecked like four times in a row. And I was just like, that's enough. And I just turned it off. <laughs> were you like, were you just trying to mash buttons? Or like, is there at least like, can you press start and look at the like a moves list at least? Or is there just literally no information at there all? There is the a, there's a like, this is what your moves list is, but there's no controls. So like, it's like, uh... like, so I don't know, like, I mean, I know how to move because it's just generally how to move. Yeah. But like. I had to figure out through, you know, trial and error how to like actually dash and how to boost and all that kind of stuff because it's a it's an open world like 
not open world, but like it's a 3D fighting game. So. Yeah, it's like the Dragon Ball ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Or Tekken. Um, but like these have been, these were and are arcade games in Japan, and they're fucking immensely popular. Joe and I kept walking by, and he's like, "You want to play them?" Like, no, I don't want to pay money to not know how to play this. Like, oh, so you, so the assumption then is that the people who play this in our in the arcade are now playing it online and just taking all of that arcade skill and pushing your shit in. My guess is okay. yes. <laughs> Um, but, but the name is super convoluted. So it's like the versus line is what it's, you know, Gundam versus, mm-hmm. but the full title for this one is called mobile suit Gundam versus or mobile suit Gundam extreme versus Maxa boost on. Oh, okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That tracks, I guess. It's a lot. Max, it's a, Max, a boost on maxi boost. Yes. Maxi um, boost on. Yep. All is right. Boost on two words or one, two words. Is there a hyphen? Nope. Huh. I mean, it's just a, a j- random Japanese title for a game. But, um, like, uh, I played, like, five matches and barely got any offenses, offense, and, and it's only for this weekend anyway. So I just deleted it. I was like, never mind. Like, you're not going to tell me how to play your game. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, it's weird that there's no, like, first match tutorial or no, like, bot that you can play against or anything like that. Nope. I mean, you can play, like, in... in the the title screen is like the you know the normal game they're not going to change that and there is a like play against bots and there is a thing underneath that that says like tutorials but it's all grayed out okay so you just can't do it for the right this is just a like uh i think it's even called like network test or something like that so like this is strictly just for playing online do you think this is going to be a thing that you'll want to get when it releases so that way you can at least like play against bots when you're feeling the mood for gundam rather than going as opposed to going online and just getting wrecked um, probably not i mean gundam versus exists on the ps4 and i have it like upstairs and i barely played it as well you can play that against bots and stuff it just doesn't have the most recent series in it gotcha um and that's what like this one was nice because like all the stuff is unlocked because it's only it's a beta so like yeah. they're not going to make you I mean, pay for everything there's no progression system right so like it was cool to see like they had like hundreds of bubble suits from the the series like all of the series and stuff and not just like i don't know like this one's green well and like not just like different it, like it's not just like like the series i like the most recent one is called um iron-blooded orphans and like barbados is the main one but then there's like barbados lupus and there's barbados lupus rex so like they get like better and better as yeah. they go on it had like all three of those so it wasn't oh, cool like so they had different possible like the 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 weapons are different for each of them so it's not just like oh you get one version of barbados could you tell if it was a scenario of like oh you were picking one character and then another, the other person was picking a character that you know, could attack all of the weaknesses of your person. Like, is it like a, like Pokemon where, you know, no, fire you just beats choose whatever you or want. whatever. Uh, uh, so it's just a random fighting game. There's no, there's no advantage or disadvantage to choosing different people against a certain character. It's just whatever I mean, you yes, like. I'm sure there is, but like but at this point, I, I can't see what they're choosing. So gotcha. like it's two on two as well. So like you have a partner who's facing off against two other people. Um, and like you choose your character and then you go into a queue and you wait. And then like only until like the title, the splash screen happens before the match is you're finding out who you're fighting against. Oh, okay. Um, but like also the like suits I like are mostly melee like fighters. So it's like swords and stuff. And so I chose like two matches with two melee people and then two matches with like long range people. And I did a little better, a little better with the long range. So yeah. like clearly this is just a game that melee has no advantage. 
And I mean, unless the other character that you're fighting against is also melee. But if everyone realizes that melee isn't as advantageous to have, then no one's going to choose them. And therefore, there's no reason for you to choose them either. Yeah. So I just, like, I chose Barbados, and then I chose Barbados Rex the second time. And then Astray, which is, like, a dude who also has swords. And then, like, the last time I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll just do Unicorn, which is just mostly guns and stuff. Um, And I did better as Unicorn. But then I still didn't, like... You can die once and then like you come back. I think you'll have like two life bars technically. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get anyone down to their first life bar. Uh-huh. So I was just like, never mind. And it's it's only for this weekend anyway. So there's no point in me bashing my head up against the wall losing continually. Yeah. And especially when you like you can't even learn how to play it. No. Well, and like it's also kind of my fault. Like it did ask you. They, had, they put out a questionnaire before like they accepted people. And I asked if we had played Versus, and like I was like, yes. And I was like, how much have you played? And I was like, very little. So, I mean, they did give it to me ultimately. They probably just gave it to everyone who signed yeah. up. But there was like a ranking, and it was like I was v- the littlest out of the ten that were on there. Uh. <laughs> so I'm sure there's people who are just like, yeah, I'm fucking Masterclass with like 700 wins or something like that. But, I mean, it looked good. It's good. I don't think I will buy it. If it's one of those things that you have to pay for, it might be um, they might just try and spin it as like um, uh, like ground operations game. was another one that came out on the PS4 that's free and then you just say it's like a any other like general mobile game but on a PS4 where yeah, you, you can, can buy get your characters you can buy your characters you can buy weapon upgrades and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, if they do that, maybe I'm, I'll, of course I'll try it because it's free as long as they have some sort of yeah you always tutorial. do the tutorials or. Fight the bots or whatever. Yeah, but it also just made me glad that I didn't spend money on this in an arcade in an arcade in Japan playing against actual people who would just have wrecked me. <laughs> no, but I mean, you would have played against Joe if there was an open machine. No, it's it's like ten cabinets and then ten cabinets on the other side. Oh, so it's like LAN. So yeah, you don't know who you're playing against. You put in your money, oh. you enter in a queue, and you play against any of those random people. And there were shit tons of people playing them. Like, one of the arcades we went up, the whole upstairs was just the Gundam versus... Shit. Yeah. I assumed it was like a just a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter scenario where you guys each put in your core oh, equivalent. Oh, we're on the same machine? Yeah, and you guys are just playing against each other. No, I didn't realize like, there was a whole network connectivity thing. Yeah, like, you sit at a console and you play against someone else who's at another console, like, arcade cabinet somewhere in that area. Does the console look like a, you're inside of a Gundam? Like no, sitting it's in a just chair? like a... Damn, so there cool. is one that's like that. Um, I found it at one place, but there was somebody in it. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to be, like, the dick standing behind him, but it, you play ball, which is... Uh, one of the mobile suits is just a ball with guns on it, and it's like jokingly the best mobile suit. Um, and you sit in the giant ball, and so you can actually play as a, the ball. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I didn't play it because there was somebody else, yeah, and it yeah. was like a child as well. I wasn't gonna be like, "Hey, kid, get out of there! Get the fuck out!" The adults that wanted to play Gundam. in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there is one that's like that where you can actually come near stuff. And Joe played one that wasn't it wasn't mobile wasn't Gundam it was some other mecha thing but yeah. that would have just watching him play it would have drawn made me sick just as much moving as the stuff as it does oh man see I like that kind of stuff I can't do virtual roller coasters I can do actual roller coasters because I do like virtual roller coasters my body's like why am I not moving yeah, like why can't I feel like this it. oh, it's just shaky that's yeah. why I don't like the 4D oh yeah the rumble seats the rumble seats yeah yeah D-box not, not my thing no. But I don't know. I, I probably won't. 
if the, if this game's going to be a purchasable thing, I probably won't buy it. And if anything, I think if it's purchasable, it's going to be digital only. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have anything to display on my shelf, I don't really care. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, playing that in Call of Duty, been trying to go through and get all my challenges and stuff. Um, I'm doing exceptionally well. I think I'm already 130 out of what, 155, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we're, I mean, this is what happens when you're quarantined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Play a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. I uh, played some Warzone this week. I came in third. Nice. That's the best I've ever done. I didn't realize that, because like I've, I've, you know, won in other um battle royale style games this one was different though i didn't realize that once you get down to the smallest circle the circle just keeps going steadily closer and closer to Mm. being closed it doesn't like like in Fortnite, and i think in like apex it just stops and then that's your arena for the end game time this just keeps going and going and going until eventually like all three of us were in the cloud yeah so like if you don't have a gas mask and like the other people do you're at a disadvantage already because now you're all fighting in the gas for the very brief amount of time that you're alive in the gas. Uh, and it was one of those things where like I jumped out a window and the guy was on the roof and the gas like closed in around me. And then he looked down and shot me. And then it was him and the other dude just like trying to survive the longest in the gas, which I wasn't like too happy. I would have liked it to just stay a small circle and then we play off or like we just play it out that way. I think it's just to make sure that you continue moving. Yeah, but the I mean normally those circles are norm are usually small enough to where you can't really camp in a lot of places. Like the circle ended up being at its smallest like in the courtyard of a building. So I had to jump out of the building I was in because the the gas closed in. So the courtyard was the only part. So it would have been fine to just like leave the courtyard how it is and depending on where you jump out of whatever building or where you're coming from could give you a strategic advantage. Like the guy on the roof would have had a strategic advantage over me on an awning and the other guy on the ground. Right. Uh, so I didn't really like that it kept closing, but like, I understand the the nature of it and I was totally content to get third. I think I got fifth when it was tri- like before singles were a thing. Mm-hmm. And that was when we were trios, but it was the same instance where it was like, it continually got closed, closer and closer, and then it got to the point where the whole thing was gas. Yeah. And like, luckily, we had gas masks. I just died in a firefight. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't get cheated out of it because of the gas. But yeah, I did learn my lesson from last week, where uh, I realized people can be downed now in yes. singles. I learned that lesson because I was right before that. I was in the building and I had like a good spot, like with my back against a wall, and I was like, you know, mounted on the desk in the whatever building I was in, and the guy came in. He came down the hallway, I shot him, and then I watched, I saw him crawling on the ground, and I was like, aha, he's just down, and then I lit him up again. <laughs> so I learned my lesson, which is good, it means I'm paying attention. Yes. Um, but I'm, I'm totally content to get third, I don't think I'm going to get any better than that, I'm totally fine with that. I don't think I'm ever going to win, and I'm okay with that. You're still going to play it, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not like giving up on it, but it's fun. Did you play any of the multiplayer this weekend? When, no, I didn't know. No, I didn't know, and I wasn't here. Yeah, really, you weren't. So. But I, I mean, I know what the multiplayer <laughs> is, I'm fine with Warzones, it, it scratches that itch for like first person shooter multiplayer action when i want it did you turn crossplay off no i don't think i did yeah that i mean i play more than you do but i turned it off just because pc cheaters are really ruining things you see i don't that's the thing i don't even know it's that thing we talked about last week or the week before where if you beat me and i'm playing well you're cheating but i don't actually know if you're cheating yeah i don't i've never come across something where i'm like how the fuck you must be cheating I mean, kill cams are the giveaway, pretty much. Is like, 
and most people just mash it, you know, square or, you know, X or whatever it is to get through That's the... probably also why I don't notice, because I'm just like, I'm done. I don't, need to, I don't yeah. need to watch this. Well, there's, like, instances where I'm just like, how the fuck did you know it was here? And, like, people who have, like, wall hacks and stuff will follow you through the wall, not knowing because they can't see the fact that, like, they can't, see through the wall. But yeah. when I watch it, obviously, I can't see through the wall. Yeah. So I'm watching him, like, trace me through the wall, and he lights me up the second I'm available. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, see, I don't think I've seen any of that, at yeah. least. So, it hasn't been that frustrating to me. You can at least standpoint. report people who, who you think are hacking. And, That's true. I, and they just told you now that if you do that and that person does get banned, they'll let you know. They'll be like, hey, by the way, Johnny Cheater 506 was banned because yeah. he's a cheater. Um, that happens on Xbox. And, like, I've gotten stuff where I'm like, no, fuck this. Like, that dude's cheating. And you get, like, a message, like, weeks later that's just like, thank you. Like, dude, you're, you know, reporting. We've banned yeah. a player. Due to um, your tattletaling, he's gone. Dude, I am the worst tattletaler in that game. <laughs> but also, like, you're just like, block. Don't want to play this dude again. Like, yeah. forget it. There you go. But I changed my name because of the Activision thing as well. What Activision thing? Like, your name is different than your gamertag or oh, whatever it is, your PSN account yeah, name. Because yeah. you can go online to the Activision account and change your name. Oh, okay. Because I was just seeing a lot of people whose names were, like, Wolf. Or, like, I, I played against Joe. <laughs> like, just J-O-E. I was like, how the hell did I get that? Not me, but a different Joe. Yeah, yeah. someone just playing as J-O-E, yeah. Joe. Um, but you can just go on to the Activision account and you can change the name that shows up in the game. So I changed mine. To definitely not a cheater? No, I just changed it to Gundam because <laughs> I was just like, I want the most simplistic thing. Yeah. Um, but you can change it, I guess, twice. I don't know how uh, over how many times you can do it mm-hmm. in general, but twice as of right now. So you can change it to something very simplistic or something disgusting and raunchy if you want. Or just, I'm going to change mine to not a cheater. Don't report me. Definitely <laughs> don't, not cheating. Don't report, not cheater. Yeah, not a cheater. Definitely not cheating. Yeah, yeah, Um I settled into my routine in boxing this week. I've done it every day. Although I'm gonna, I'm, I feel like Sundays is going to be my day off. It's nice to take a break every now and again. Six days. Uh, the, yeah. The day of rest. The, truly the day of rest. You know, I'm honoring the Lord. Whether I agree with him or not, and I think it's in this instance you got it right. Rest on Sundays. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way to do it. Well, depending on which religion. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's Saturday. Yeah, but, I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, for me, in the way I was raised, it's Sunday, so mm-hmm. taking a break. Um, but it, yeah, I can feel it getting harder, but I can also feel myself not like gasping for air as much, um, which is also proof that I don't have the virus, which is great. <laughs> It's progression. Yeah, um, because that's, you know, shortness of breath is one of the symptoms. And I feel like I'm less short of breath when doing the same. Because there's you unlock so many different, like, punch and ducking combinations and things that, Mm -hmm. like, you see the name of them. And I know I've done some of these before and was like, (gasps) okay, all right, give me a minute, pause. (laughs) Uh, But I don't feel like that anymore, which is good. Um, But so it's getting, like, a little harder, but it's also I'm able to keep up with it. Uh, my knees don't hurt as bad from the like bobbing and ducking and weaving, which we've added more examples of. So before it was just like, just go down and come back up. Now it's like, like weave. So it's like, go down and up to the left, like go down and up to the right. And then yeah. it's like dodge down to the left. Like, so there's all kinds of different things now, but my legs don't hurt anymore, which is good. Well, you also didn't rip up tile. So that's true. Well, that was after that was after I, that, that still happened. But so I, I don't know. I'm still having fun with it. I'm still keeping up. I'm very proud of myself for that fact. Yeah. I still haven't turned into that guy yet. I'm not talking about it. I'm not 
you know, again, still no creatine, no whey protein. Well, and on the I asked if you were like had a goal in mind, but you were just like, no, just to do it, just to keep, just to keep moving, like until yeah, I can buy like a speed bag. Oh, I, I'm never. This isn't or like a this isn't luncheon bag garage hammer uh, on it. No, yeah, I don't think that's what this is. Please don't hit me. Yeah, John's <laughs> my punching bag. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what this is. It's more just like. If Ring Fit Adventure was purchasable, I would have bought that. And if that would have been my keep moving exercise while in the house activity. But because I couldn't, this was the only other, I think, switch option, really, that wasn't like Just Dance or Zumba. And like, I don't want that. Um, so I, I don't think there's no like goal in mind. I'm not like trying to train to mm-hmm. be a boxer. It's just. I didn't know if it was like they had like a weight loss tracker or anything on there. Too. I mean, you can, but that's just. That's which is what I do anyway. Like I still have to go weigh myself, but now I have the added step of weighing myself on my scale at home, then asking Google to convert pounds to kilograms, and then <laughs> uploading it oh, into. Oh, because it's kilograms on the. Yeah, because it's like a English developer or it's something well, like that. I we're think. the only. Exactly. Country that uses pounds anyway. So. Yeah. So it's. Uh, so I, that's Cost the only right. different thing is now I weigh myself and then I say, "Hey Google, how much is how much is this pounds?" <laughs> yeah. How many stones are you? Yeah. No, I don't have to convert to stones, which is good. Because, I mean, Google would do it, but I don't have to this time. So that's good. Uh, but, yeah, there's like a little graph chart that you can do where you tell it how tall you are and how much you weigh. And it converts your BMI. So then you can see, like, what your weight changes are and what your BMI changes are over time. You can do it by week, day, like month. It's just like little graphs and stuff. That's so you awesome. Can chart some of your data. I hit 10,000 punches the other day which is good. And like every so often you unlock like new clothes for the trainers and new songs or whatever, but all the songs are shitty anyway. There's like <laughs> bad pop songs from 2014. Like call me maybe's on there, yeah. but it's just, and it's just like a beat though. It's not like the singer. It's not the real track. It's just like a sound of like, is it like Muzak? So it doesn't even have the lyrics. It's just it doesn't like, have the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like you can tell what it is and I know it, but like one of them is uh, born this way. And so for the rest of the day, all that's stuck in my head is Weird Al's Perform This Way, which I'm totally fine with because that song is awesome. Yeah. But it's just a weird thing that, like, I'm doing this boxing game and I'm hearing the tune of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. And then in my head is filling in the Weird Al lyrics on top of that. Yeah. Even though I haven't heard that song in a while. So that's fun. That's the way I'm with Weird Al now. I don't know the pop songs. I just know the Weird Al songs. So, like, I've only known the Weird Al lyrics Mm. for a lot of these pop songs that he did. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known both, but, like, that, I don't know, that for some reason that's just been what's happening in my brain lately. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, it could be worse. It's absolutely okay. Um, so that's just, like, my daily gaming routine. But then on Friday, I purchased Dreams, which was something that I had the wanted. The PS4 game. The PS4 game, Dreams, um, was something that I talked about on here wanting to try, but not necessarily wanting to commit to buying. Um, at first I thought maybe it'd be a Redbox rental and then Redbox was like, nope, we don't want that <laughs> Fuck you. for you anymore, <laughs> which sucks. Um, then I thought like, oh, maybe I'll do a, you know, a GameStop rental. Uh, and then they stopped taking trades and shut down all the stores. So that wasn't a possibility anymore. Uh, and so then it went on sale this week for like 25 bucks, which I think it's still available for mm-hmm. from like Best Buy and GameStop and all those. So I did curbside pickup at Best Buy, which was nice. Just bought it online, drove right up to the door. They leaned in my passenger window and said, what's your name? Can I see your ID? And they brought me back my game. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't put too much time to it yet. I think it's maybe like three or four hours. 
Um, but it's cool. I actually quite like it a lot so far. I played a handful of just like user created uh, games, not levels, although I guess technically they are levels because I just played little short ones. Um, one of which was just like Sonic in 3d, which was kind of cool. Like there was an actual little Sonic and you're running and you're jumping and going through a really hastily created green Hill zone, (laughs) I guess. But like the camera wasn't following very well. So the second I hit like a curve, I like lost track of Sonic and just fell off the side. So I was like, okay, I don't know if this is a limitation of the software or is this just a poorly created level attempt? Um, but there's some pretty creative stuff in there. Like, uh, the, one of them was someone recreated the line and ride of space mountain just in dreams. So like you're this kid and you're just walking through the like line queue of, you know, Space Mountain. And then you get on Space Mountain, which then is a huge letdown because you don't see anything but the it's stars. All in the dark. <laughs> and your controller's just rumbling like you're on a roller coaster, but you can't see anything. So I was like, all right, I guess that's kind of cool. And I would like to see what this looks like with the lights on, just so I can see like what he built. Uh, but no. But like the the fact that you're walking through what looks like Disneyland was kind of cool. Yeah. I don't even want to know how long it took them. Uh, and then I've done like tutorials and stuff for creating, but I haven't actually created anything yet. Yeah. I've seen some crazy stuff. Just, I don't know why, but like my YouTube thing was just like, hey, watch this video about dreams. And I was like, how the fuck do they know that? <laughs> oh, probably because your phone microphone heard me say dreams once. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but I watched like a, like, play these ridiculous things and like somebody created Fallout 4 in dreams. Um, there was like a whole Crash Bandicoot game and like a bunch of other like cool, realistic looking stuff. Mm hmm. Um, so it looks cool, but it's, I'm like the same thing as Joe. I just don't have the creativity. Yeah. I like, I don't know if I'm going to have the creativity for it. I have some ideas of like what I want to maybe try to make. Like I wanted to try to see if I can make like a side scrolling beat em up in the game, mm-hmm. which I feel like won't be too difficult because you just make rotating backgrounds and create enemies that will spawn, I, I guess. But I don't know. Like, I don't know enough of the like the tools yet right to be able to know if that's possible because pretty much everything i've played is in a 3d space so i don't know if you can constrict it to 2d i just haven't seen enough of it yet oh yeah i'm sure there is i mean people create like calculators and stuff in this game (laughs) yeah so yeah i uh i don't know but i i I like it so far it's cool it feels very much like little big planet Mm -hmm. in terms of the you know the cute little character that's your cursor icon essentially the the voiceovers all feel just like the tutorials in Little Big Planet and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's it's cool so far. I'm like want to get back and tinker around with it more, That's especially because it's just it's kind of relaxing because it's got nice ambient music. So it's it just feels like I don't know, like it's easy just to sit there and it feels learn. like dreams. Yeah. I kind, like honestly, yeah. It's it's very soothing to just kind of like you know learn the the tutorials of creating i don't know what it'll be like when i can actually go in and create and i'm still getting kind of a handle of flying around in the world to be able to look at things from different perspectives because it's the you're using the control sticks but then if you hold like l1 it changes what the control sticks do in terms of movement Mm -hmm. so it's it's been a little difficult remembering like okay this is when i want to just use r this is when i want to hold l1 and use r or hold out l1 and use l right so it's going to take some getting used to, and I don't know how quickly I'll be able to go from knowing nothing to making a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the games I played are fun. I mean, you watched me play 
COVID-19 simulator, which was a fever dream of a game, which that featured, like, one of the comments was even like, I love this game because it features 800-year-old memes. Yeah. So, Joe, this game was, uh, you had to leave your house to go to the store to get toilet paper and a sandwich and a bottle of water, but you had to face off against Shrek. Um, SpongeBob at one point gets his eye impaled with a key that you need to oh. then retrieve to go through the door. Uh, there was a Five Night at Freddy's section where one of those creepy bunnies was coming at me and I had a flashlight. And if he touched me, I was dead. And that was kind of creepy because then it would pause in his face and go. Rrr! So that was none too great. Um, there was a, like a Muzak version of Smash Mouth the whole time. Yeah, because Shrek. <laughs> yeah, like it. And John at one point, like he went upstairs and then came back down. He's like, "You're still playing this?" I was like, "Yeah, I gotta beat it." <laughs> I would have, I would have given up after like the first two minutes. No, it was just, it was too much. No, I had to. There was, there was too. The, I was too invested at that point. You drink Pepsi from a Pepsi, like there's a jacked Pepsi man that gives you Pepsi that gives you unlimited speed in that. Well, it's from the game Pepsi, Pepsi Man. Yeah, but again, these are all just random. Yeah, it's an old thrown it's together old things. Thing, yeah. um, at one point. Wario was protesting, I think, the stay-at-home order, I believe. He was just, like, outside the market with a sign. And then something killed him. I don't remember what. It might have been Shrek. And then a bunch of Waluigis were holding a casket with a big W on it. So they killed Wario, and six Waluigis had a funeral for him. That's the African. Wait, is it that, yeah, the African funeral meme? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, again, it's filled with really old memes, this one weird thing. So it was... It was kind of frantic, but it was still fun. Like even though it was the stupidest thing I've ever played, it was also like in weird broken English. Yeah, because I mean, it said like get twenty four toilet paper. <laughs> well, yeah, just get twenty four toilet paper. That was the the that level was. I had to walk through a supermarket and grab twenty two individual rolls of toilet paper, one sandwich, and one bottle of water because I I googled how to survive. Uh, COVID-19 and it said 22 rolls of toilet paper, one sandwich and one bottle of water. That's what, wait, really? Yeah. Like, cause you go to the computer at one point, it brings up Google and that's what it types in. And then in the game, he Googled Googled it. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the, in my, in the game, in my home, on my home computer, it was like, it was, it was like Google. It was like G O G L E. Right. And it just types in how to survive Corona and the, the Google result is just a square that says 22 toilet paper, one sandwich, one bottle of water. Um, so then when I made it to the market, I knew what I had to look for. And I had to get all of that while also running away from like the weird skeletons from the Ray Harryhausen, uh, <laughs> the Titans movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the stop motion. Yeah, they basically look like ones, that. Yeah. yeah. But I had to avoid them. And that's where I had to get the key out of SpongeBob's eye. So there was an Undertale reference as well. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that one. Yeah, it was like the, the when the text comes up, it goes, murr, 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 murr. that's the like sound from Undertale. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a lot of things that went over my head. Yeah. But it was uh, it was insanity. Yeah, it, it felt was, a little crazy. It was a little anxious. And, and at one point it got really loud. It was very loud. So, it was very loud a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, I don't know. It's fun. There's a lot of cool things in there. And I don't necessarily know how much of those other levels i'll necessarily be playing but i'm I'm enjoying it so far in the limited time that i've spent with it and so we'll see if i can get into creating something you know this week and see how that will hold my attention if it even does yeah uh cool so that'll do it for what we've been playing so we'll jump into the lightning round not lightning round 
Um, and unfortunately, lightning round, uh, Nintendo confirmed some uh, sad and disturbing news from this week uh, regarding accounts for Switch holders. Joe, you, t- you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, uh, well, a lot of people started reporting that they were getting messages that their uh, Switch, or well, their like Nintendo account had been hacked. Uh, and people had been accessing their PayPal accounts that they had tied to their uh, Nintendo online payments. Uh, it was a little confusion early on. People weren't sure if these reports were like legitimate or not, uh, but a Nintendo eventually came out and did confirm that some accounts had been hacked, uh, and they instructed people to make sure to uh, you know, activate the, was that two-step verification or whatever it's called? Yeah, two-factor authentication. Oh uh, yeah, two-factor authentication, uh, just to ensure that nothing had, you know, or you know, they won't have any problems in the future. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Nintendo accounts had been getting hacked. Yeah, I think they said it's like 166,000 accounts or something like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people yeah, reporting that like hundreds of dollars had disappeared from their PayPal account. Now, is this a thing where is Nintendo? Um, alerting people to this or you just have to have noticed that your paypal account is wonky and someone's accessed it i mean i i don't know if mine got nintendo yeah i mean i don't know Uh, go again you guys are both talking at the same time and i heard neither of you (laughs) (laughs) just said that he hasn't got an email oh gotcha um but they'll apparently send you one saying like this is an automatically generated email from nintendo nickname blah 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 new device has been used to sign into your nintendo account Okay, so just the generic email that you get anytime. Right. If, yeah. If someone not on your, you know, general IP yeah, or recognized. even probably country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which happens like if you log into like your Google account at someone else's house or something. Yeah. Or just on a different computer or like incognito yeah, mode yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's, uh, that's sad. But I mean, they're on it. At the very least, have they said what they're doing for those affected? Uh, not that I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen anything either. They're just like, yeah, people are being hacked. Sorry. Yeah, I would assume that if it if it's a PayPal thing where people were noticing that money was disappearing from their PayPal's, that's a PayPal issue, not a Nintendo issue. So they would probably direct you to that um, as well. But yeah, over 160,000 accounts, which is it's quite a bit. I mean, it's not nearly you know, the majority of switch users or 3ds users, but it still sucks. Yeah. Either way. Um, so obviously if you haven't already, it's probably a good idea to change your passwords or put on two-step verification. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably also a good idea to probably unlink credit cards and PayPal accounts just in case, uh, you know, especially right now, like it's not necessarily a permanent thing that you have to do, but you know the gen- the generic troubleshooting steps that they usually tell you to take when something like this it does happen is try to unlink accounts to financial institutions and just monitor your statements and just pay attention and do all all kinds of due diligence. Um, but that's a that's a shame. Yeah, apparently people have been noticing large purchases of Fortnite V Bucks being charged to their accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what the hackers are always after. It's those damn V-Bucks. Children that and hackers. That or FIFA credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's on the Switch as well. Yeah, and apparently it's awful. <laughs> oh, FIFA is? Uh, they called it, like, the, like, franchise edition or something, and 
like it used to say directly on their page that they just copied 19 FIFA 19 and ported it to the Switch and called it FIFA 20. Hmm. Um, but that's usually what like when the PS4 got hacked, like people were just buying FIFA credits. It happened in my Xbox account once. Uh, it also looks like it says here that they they were doing it through the Nintendo Network ID, um, like login rather than email address and password. It was the like what your Nintendo name is, so that's how they were getting in. Uh, which just Nintendo said they has disabled that login option, so it, you will just have to log in with yeah. It should always be disabled email and password. Well, I guess if you sometimes you can if you know your like Nintendo gamer tag, you can log in with that instead of the email, but. Again, that makes it easier because all someone has to do is see your right, see so you playing once. online or whatever, yeah. and then they have your your name potentially. So, um, this was Nintendo's UK response in response to recent incidents related to some Nintendo accounts. It is no longer possible to sign into a Nintendo account using the network ID. We apologize for any convenience. Please visit the support website for more information. Um, so, at least they're taking this pretty seriously, which is good. Um, so. Obviously, if you've been affected, take the necessary steps. And if you haven't been affected, probably a good time to change passwords and update your account information just in case. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, take care of yourself out there online. There are some terrible people who have a lot more time on their hands, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, Lightning round. Uh, Speaking of Nintendo things, we actually have the return this week of uh, of a fun feature that we have gone over uh, many times before, though I don't think we've really covered this much in the last like two to three years but uh splatfest is back uh who has the information on splatfest what's the deal this time uh splatfest is now uh mayonnaise versus ketchup again yeah so this is i mean they stopped doing splatfest what two years ago now i think it was a little over a year ago 2018 2019 and uh yeah they said that the the very last one would be uh, it was the splat tacalypse event in july of 2019 um, and so they said they were stopped doing Splatfests, which was a shame. We, you know, we had good banter on some of those back and forth things. But one of the biggest uh, Splatfests that they ever did was ketchup versus mayonnaise. Again, no context into what this is talking about. It's not specifically like, what do you put on a burger? or What do you put on a hot dog? Uh, it's just generically ketchup versus uh, mayonnaise. So um, they're bringing it back for, for one time only special event uh ketchup's trying to avenge its loss where it was the more popular choice uh, but by virtue of the way that splatfests work uh, the more popular choice means that not everybody who plays online for that time period will uh, play in a match that is determining the outcome of the splatfest because there's just too many people whereas Mm -hmm. the people with less popular choice every round they play goes towards it um, so just to catch up our listeners who maybe haven't been with us for that long, where did you guys stand on ketchup versus mayonnaise? Uh, are we, I mean, are we are we not going to just address the fact that this is blood versus semen again? Uh, I mean, I figured that we were going to get there eventually in a roundabout <laughs> way or not. I wasn't necessarily going to be so direct. But yes, um, those of you that do not know about the Splatfest and the way they work is typically the paint color for the Splatfest is coincides with the item on either side. So if it's like, you know, uh, summer versus winter, winter, you know, or spring versus fall, like spring is probably like a light pastel kind of color and fall would be like a brown or an orange to match like leaves or whatever. Um, In this instance, ketchup, obviously red, very much looks like blood uh, when you put it in Splatoon. 
and white. Um, yeah, semen. That's no two ways about it. It looks creepy and gross. It's definitely a this this Blatfest is definitely an episode of Law and Order SVU, which is fine. It's a good show, but <laughs> but unfortunately, blood and semen isn't on everything. It's uh, sometimes it's very strange. Yeah, sometimes they're you know, so so. Yeah, we're all adults here. We are you a ketchup it. or a mayo person? Uh, I am a ketchup person. I hate mayonnaise, so okay. I'm blood all the way. <laughs> yeah. Blood no. is thicker than, than water. I, it's, all I, about, it's all about mayo. You no. can put mayo in everything. Ketchup really only goes on a couple things. See, ke- yeah, ketchup goes on burgers and hot dogs. And sometimes eggs. French fries. French fries. Eggs. Chips. But mayonnaise goes on everything. Nothing. Mayonnaise belongs on literally nothing. Tuna. We, we went over this before. Disgusting. Mayonnaise goes in the garbage. Yeah, that's right. Joe, you try Japanese mayonnaise. It's even better than American mayonnaise. Yeah, really? American mayonnaise sucks. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, we're not. The Splatfest is taking place everywhere. So it's your version of mayonnaise. Your country's version of mayonnaise. Yeah, and I'm going with ketchup. Yeah, he's not Japanese. <laughs> I'm going with mayonnaise. No, yeah, I agree with I Joe. put mayonnaise on everything. Um, mayonnaise, mayonnaise belongs in the garbage, uh, not on anything. The second uh, mayonnaise even looks at my sandwich, I'm punching it in the face. You guys are picky. I'm shooting it with blood. I'm extremely picky. I know you are, Joe. Uh, I mean, I I am picky. In this instance, though, this isn't a pickiness thing. This is you choose one or the other, and I know which one I'm choosing. I'm going mayonnaise. The one that I will allow on my food versus the one that doesn't even belong in my house. (laughs) Is there mayonnaise in the fridge right now? I'm throwing it out. (laughs) I don't care. There actually isn't uh, because I used the rest of it the other day. Okay. But it was Chipotle mayonnaise with the like weird uh, dude with a bow tie on the. Although, you know what we probably do have in the fridge is that mayo chip. Oh, yeah, the ketchup ace is still there, yeah. or whatever it was. It's mayo chip. Mayo chip, yeah. How do you feel about mayo chip, Joe? Have you tried it? Is the I, ketchup in the mayo enough to sway you? I have, is this a thing that exists? Yeah. I, I usually make mayo chip myself. Like, it's a Canadian thing that you dip your french fries in. It's mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together, but now Heinz just sells it in a bottle. Yeah, they sell a bunch of like things where it's like mayonnaise slapped together with something else. They have like mayo mustard and like mayo Mustardies. barbecue sauce, like mayo ranch. See, I think, that's probably. just weird. I don't, I don't know. It's like ranch a whole is line of mayo based. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's a thing. Uh, it's only here because like I would have it for like if we were like having like yeah, teddies you, at a party or yeah, I think you had people over and so you yeah. bought it. So it's still in the fridge. Yeah. It's getting thrown out. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's almost empty anyway. Um, but yeah, um, this starts uh, May twenty second. Yeah, three p.m. Pacific time, May twenty second, and runs through the twenty fourth. Um, so you have time. I don't think they're giving out any special like shirts or anything. You, normally, there's like clothing items you can get for the splash. Yes, yeah, they did it for the last one. Um, they did it for this originally because I'm pretty sure I have a ketchup shirt in my Splatoon inventory. Uh, I'll jump in on this. I'll uh, I'll give it a go for ketchup. Although again, it's the same kind of problem where if everyone goes for ketchup because i have the results here from the last time this was done uh which was august 5th and 6th 2017 uh mayo versus ketchup uh ketchup won the popular vote as it should 73.15 percent uh to 26.85 percent for mayonnaise Um, but because mayonnaise has much less people all of the mayonnaise rounds count uh, therefore, solo wins was 51.83%, and team wins was 51.39%. Um, so that's how this... Uh, but still, barely. <laughs> yeah, it barely won. Yeah. Um, 
But technically, Go the way Menace. Splatfest works, it then has two victories, two catch-ups, one victory in the popular vote. So, um, unfortunately, Mayo won the first time. So, go team catch up no. coming the end of May, which I will participate in if I remember. <laughs> we'll <laughs> you'll probably be too busy playing Ninjala. Oh, that's true. Will that be out by then? Uh, that beta? Is that beta my the hope same is weekend? that the beta comes out and then they're like, it's out next week. Hmm. Yeah, I probably will be playing that then. So, I'll have my Switch handy and ready to go. Um, but go team catch up. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we got a release date for an upcoming Nintendo indie game that I think we're all pretty excited about that we've talked about before. Joe, do you want to tell us what that game is? Uh, yeah, Super Mash has got a release date of May 8th. Now, people don't remember, Super Mash was a game they showed off at, I believe it was one of the indie directs a couple months ago. I think it was like two indie directs ago. Um, yeah, so where the... it's a game... Hmm? I was going to say, not the Direct Mini that we talked about recently, but this was... The Indie Direct. Yeah, an Indie Showcase yeah. from some previous time. Yeah. Uh, it's a game in which you pick two different like genres of video games, uh, and then it combines them to make like a mishmash game of it. So it would be the kind of thing where like you'll pick... Uh, like platformer and like jrpg and it'll create a like hybrid jrpg platformer game that you have to then play through uh and then you know obviously it comes with a whole bunch of different types of game modes or uh, game types that you can use to combine them and see what kind of like crazy combination that you can create from them uh, it looked really cool. I just, uh, you know, the reason I picked this one out, you know, is something to talk about. Is just that I remember we were all pretty excited about this game when it was showed off. So yeah, it, getting sure. a release date is pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, for those that wanted to watch the video. It was from December's Indie World Showcase. Um, and obviously there's a new trailer now because we got a release date for it. When is that, Joe? Uh, May. So right around the corner, actually. So what, two weeks away, right? Uh, yeah, yeah a week about. from this coming Friday. So, yeah, that'll be exciting. Uh, some of the genres, uh, if you'll remember, include Metroidvania, Shoot 'em Up, Stealth, Platformer, JRPG, Action Adventure. Um, you can combine them with itself or with one of the other genres. Uh, you can further customize mashes generated with collectible in-game dev cards, which allow them to pick and choose specific characters, enemies, worlds, uh, and more every time they play. Uh, you run a little video game shop stocked with retro hybrid. So every time you create one, I guess it saves it to your little shop, which is nice. So you can go back and play them over and over again. Um, and then you can share your combinations um, through unique codes. So you can send people your level codes and they can try out your game that you created, which is pretty cool. It's also coming to PS4 and uh, PC as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. So it's, it'll be out on everything except for Xbox. Yeah. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. It's only 20 bucks, which is not too bad. Um, and it seems like at the very least with all of those, what is that? One, two, four, five, six, with at least six different genres that could make for some pretty fun combinations. So I think 20 bucks is totally worth it. I just noticed that it's called Metrovania in this because they can't call it Metroidvania. Oh yeah, it does say that, and yet I read I read that from the list and still said Metroid. Metroid, yeah, because you just see the word and you go. Yeah, I saw the M and Vania, and my brain was like, "I got this. <laughs> no need to keep reading. I got you. Got you, mouth. Here's what we'll say: Metroid. Ah, oh, crap, we messed it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. This will be a this will be a fun thing. We'll all have to get it and share our codes and stuff. I want. I have to wonder though, how much customization you need. Where like. If you create a game and send me your code, 
how different would it be than the Metrovania shoot 'em up that I make? You know what I mean? Like yeah, how like much how variation? If it's procedurally generated. Yeah, or like how much do the dev cards tweak it? Is what I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll have a whole. Maybe by then I'll also have created my own game and dreams. So we'll have a whole. You know, we made our own games episode where we figure out what's fun. You should make Smash Up in Dreams. Oh, there you go. Um, it's called Super Mash, not Smash Up. That's oh, also a good name for it. Um, but Super Mash is the Super name Mash. of that game. So yeah, May eighth, uh, that will be available to play. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got official word from WWE Games this week uh, that 2K21 will not be releasing. Um, this was something that we've talked about, I think, a couple times now in rumors phases. Uh, and we talked at great length about it last week in terms of what we wanted to see instead of this. Um, because this week, not only did they confirm both in WWE's um, quarterly conference call uh, that there would be no game, but then WWE Games put out a tweet that, let me pull it back up here, unless one of you has it readily available. I got um, it. You got uh, what they uh, say specifically. It says, uh, we will be sharing details on the future of the WWE 2K franchise, as well as some exciting news on Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. So, obviously, with no game this year, uh, they're going to tell us what the future is. I assume that future is we're taking a year off and we'll see you on PS5 and Series X and whatever else. And the new exciting news is probably what we talked about last week in terms of what non 2k branded like sim wrestling game will come out because that was always part of the rumor was that no 2k1 or 2k21 but there will be something wwe related and so uh if you didn't listen to last week that's where we were talking about the possibility of like a no mercy re-release or a wwe all-stars 2 or, or something like that that we want to see instead twisted metal clone yeah uh crush hour crush, crush hour 2 get, get ready for it it's exciting and everyone's super happy about it they wouldn't call it 2 they would just call it crush hour because that's the new thing to do do so just release uh, a reimagining of a previous series yeah all just new, call it new. you know hitman tomb raider all those god of war doom yeah, yeah. there you go so new crush hour get can't wait get excited um, so that news will be out by the time a little bit after this comes out. So this will come out at 9 a.m. obviously. And then an hour later we'll have that news. But what do you guys think they mean for the future? Because ultimately the future of 2K games should be we make a good game and we'll see you in, in 2021. Well, what do you think? That's not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. There have been good 2K wrestling games before. Um, it's been a few years since they were quite good. Um, but what do you guys think the future part of that means? Like, what do you want to see from the future of the franchise? Because we kind of talked about what separate things we want to see already. What do you want to see from the future? I mean, by future, Com yeah, I'm assuming it means future is new consoles. That's what I'm assuming they mean by that. Oh, like the general word. Just future. we'll see you. We'll see you on PS5. Well, like this is that's the future. future. Yeah. Yeah. Capital T, capital F. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a good game, please. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all. Well, because that's the, that's the part for the, that's weird to me is that the future, when you're taking a year off from a serialized game, the future of the franchise means we're taking a year off, we'll see you a year later, um, and we'll come back better than ever. That's what Assassin's Creed said. That's what NBA said. Only one of those turned out well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than 
don't worry, guys. We're going to come back with a good game this time. I won't believe them until I see it. I won't believe them until I play it or I, you know, see reviews or trailers or whatever. So I don't really know what that could be. And I don't necessarily know what I want other than like we've I, maybe if they say like we've listened to the feedback over the last several years of you know, declining ratings and quality and we know what you guys want in a game. And that's where they announce like not only will we be back next year, but we're going to bring back fan favorite modes like GM mode or whatever else. And we're going to revamp create a wrestler and we're going to do all these like I don't know what other tweaks you could announce this early on, especially to get people excited about the future when it's been diminishing returns year after year. Maybe they'll have a climb the corporate ladder match. I just wish. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one downside to there being no game this year is I really, really, really would have loved to see a Firefly Funhouse match, a Boneyard match and a climb the corporate ladder match. Yeah. And then whatever other random weird gimmick cinematic matches we get. I mean, Uh, generally just a performance centered, like, wrestlemania ring would have been interesting yeah i mean it definitely would have, that would have been great if they released it but the only arena was the performance <laughs> yeah. it's just like here's your future <laughs> I, like that would actually be kind of funny if they like super patched up 2k20 and then released like a 15 dollars version that was the quarantine edition of 2k20 where it just had the 18 wrestlers that have been used thus far and the only arena is the performance center and it just gives you like a fun little, like a, like an extended demo kind of thing where it's just like, Hey, if you just want to have people, here you go. It's fine. This is, this is what you get. And then maybe every time they, someone comes back to be part of the new set of tapings, they add them in like just a small patchwork thing. But that would be smart. And every time we talk about what WWE should do, they don't ever do it. No. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's wrestling in a nutshell. Anytime you tell a company to do something, they don't do it. Um, do you guys see this coming back as maybe a games of service kind of thing where it's just roster updates and arena updates and it's no, cause people are still going to buy it every year. I, well, but that's the thing. This 20, uh, 2k 20 proved that no, people are not necessarily going to buy it year over year because sales were way down and well, cause the game sucked. Well, but that's the thing. Like yeah. you don't necessarily know if the game is going to suck until it comes out. Mm-hmm. So does it behoove them to try to pivot the whole strategy for the future that that's what they're like because they're touting the future and you don't tout the future if you're just going to stand pat but make a better game i feel like you have to change it in some way so i I don't know but obviously you don't joe do you see this changing the way that they release these as opposed to you know an annualized thing do you see it more as a games of service going forward i'm assuming i mean what i see is that they'll put out uh 2k 22 or whatever it is whatever the next one will be um and if that one is not actually a good game that's when we're going to see the big change but right now they're probably just going to try and make a better version of what they've always been doing like just try and make not a fucked up one and then if that still fails if it still ends up coming out fucked up that's when we're actually going to see the change that comes from it okay so you think 2022 two at the earliest which is wwe 2k23 right yeah yeah. because it's the year ahead the year Uh, yeah yeah. whatever the next one is after this one okay yeah yeah, because 2021 was the one that got canceled so yeah yeah 
So 2022, you think is regular? Just we're going to give it a better shot. Try to make it a good game. Yeah, and they're going to take a year. They're going to work on it. Try and make it a good version of what a game like what those games always were. And if that still ends up sucking, then they'll change something. Yeah, because like as I'm thinking about it now, I'm wondering like you probably could do a game as a service where you're just constantly updating rosters, bringing in new legends. But the problem here versus a game like an Overwatch where it's all about characters being released and new levels getting added is that you can't take creator wrestler away so there's really no incentive to waiting around for the official release of whatever version of hulk hogan they want to put out because someone's already made it in creator wrestler well also these games of services are mostly online games and i have a feeling that most people don't play wwe online no but you could do something where it's like there's like how we talked about with gta where gta potentially will put out a smaller game and then give updates along the way storyline or online or otherwise could you do that with wwe where it launches in october of 2021 with your standard just exhibition all your match types online whatever and then two months later you give a roster update where you tweak the performances of characters you add in a you know a story mode or you add in a gm mode and then a couple months later you add in something like something else you add in the cinematic matches and then a couple months later like could could you do something like that with wwe you think street fighter tried it and got a huge backlash for that what is that five six well what's the most recent street fighter five five, five? yeah when yeah. street fighter five came out it was super base and yeah there was like 10 characters yeah and everyone they were like charging 60 bucks and they're like listen we'll we'll give you this stuff in the future and people were like no fuck this and it did tor- like horribly and then eventually they came out with another edition and then another one on top of that but it just included the other stuff with it it wasn't yeah. like you know just add-ons to the first one it was just like oh now it's 40 dollars, but you'll get the stuff you we promised you six months ago yeah um but again, I think that's also in mostly online game. Like a lot of these things are mostly online stuff because mm-hmm. that's the service is playing these stuff online. And I don't yeah. think that most people who buy the WWE games actually play them online at all. Yeah, I don't really know the online community for it because I've never it's never been why I play those games. I play them just to dick around in a wrestling well, exactly, game. Exactly. Yeah. Like or play with your friends, but like yeah, not online. So yeah. I I don't I don't know if that's a viable option for a game that's mostly a single player experience or at least a single TV experience mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, but I mean, who knows? The future is the future. You know. Yeah. Is there anything that you guys want to see, like in terms of the future? Like, do you want to see them announcing favorite modes or changing the release in some way? Uh, I think the future would be a remake of some sort. Honestly. Like SmackDown versus Raw or something like that. Just update that kind of. Right, because I think that's when it was in its prime. Yeah. And now it's just reached a they tr- they need to hone it in. I think they're trying to do too much. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't. I also don't buy them every year. So. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Anything you want to see from the future? An AEW game. <laughs> I mean, I, that's that's something we'll get eventually. Yeah, I don't I'm, know I'm pretty sure the... that they've winked at it being yeah. in production. Yeah, they've winked and nudged a lot, um, but that's just going to take time for to find the right developer to get that's that fine. game up to speed, which yeah. is totally okay. And obviously now circumstances are different where maybe they were really close on an announcement or an agreement and then everybody had to go work from home and nobody wants to take on a new project like 
I can understand if that gets pushed a little bit longer. Yeah. But in terms of the WWE 2K series, Joe, is there anything that you want to see? Uh, I mean, the only thing you could say is just a good game. Yeah, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Just yeah. make a good game at this point. Yeah, they know how to do it. They've done it before. Um, well, actually, the visual concepts hasn't. No. Um, is the future Ukes? Like, is the, they're back? I think Ukes probably won't want to. No, because they're doing their other wrestling game. We're competing with ourselves. Which could be an AEW game. We honestly don't know. That could be the one who's doing it. No, they need to make an Ultimate Muscle game. Um, yeah, that's a possibility too. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Totally be down for Kanika Man game. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I know, like, I, I'll go back to what I said. I'll go back to what I said last. Like, I would like to see them take like WCW versus NWO, like the N64 games. Yeah. Take that engine, but then like reskin them with modern wrestlers. I would love to be able to like play that game, but with like the Fiend and John Cena and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like is more probably what we'll get as the exciting news portion of Monday's announcement. Um, but either way, I mean, I'll be, be tuned into Twitter at 10 a.m. to see what this is mm-hmm. and whether or not I'll be excited or not uh, remains to be seen. But yeah, it's going to be at least a while before we get a sim, to, you know, 2K wrestling game, and we'll see what the you know the future holds right. uh, for that. All right, uh, lightning round. Someone else that's planning for the future are the people over at uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is like Gorilla, right? Gorilla Games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're already planning out the future um, beyond just the one game that we have already. What does the future look like for Horizon? Uh, well, uh, this no, Supposedly. this is confirmed. Yeah, uh, this is more just like leaks and general things, but it's something that doesn't really seem all that surprising. You just kind of figure that it would be coming. Uh, but uh, now we talked about before that there was rumors of a um, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel coming, mm-hmm. uh, but now it looks like it's going to be a trilogy of games, uh, with the next one being a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, I think. At least from my perspective, I feel like it's going to be a launch game, most likely. I can't think of what other franchise um, that Sony has is would be ready in terms of timing for that, other than like you know a kill zone. <laughs> Last of Us Two. Uh, well, Last of Us Two is going to be out. Oh yeah, we don't know actually when it'll be out, so it could be. Yeah, I mean that's my that's my guess. Yeah, but that wasn't at least planned. I'm trying to think no. of things that would have been planned to be Batman a launch. Yeah, Batman, but that's not an exclusive. Um, that we know. I mean, that could be a crazy spin if they were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. the next Batman game is a PS4 exclusive. Yeah, I, I just don't know that WB would do that. But I mean, it's, anything's possible at this point in terms of enough money changes hands, you get something. Right. Um, if you're going to pick sides. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm down for a third one potentially. I, n- I never finished the first one. I do want to go back and play it. I didn't hate it as much as you did, John, because you didn't have fun with it. I at didn't all, hate right? it. It was just boring. Yeah. Like, it, it just. And then I got to an area that, like, I mean, this was, like, my issue with WoW. It was, like, I got into an area that I hated. Like, the area was not a, a fun-to-play situation. And then I was just like, well, if I'm not having fun, like, what's the what's point? What's the point, yeah. It was, so it was too tedious and, like, just not not my thing. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, clearly a lot of people liked it. and It did well. Um, like, it looked cool. But it's just it wasn't my it wasn't my bag. I gave twenty two hours though. <laughs> That's true. You did play quite a bit. It made your year end list. Of <laughs> you played a lot. My of. sad year end list. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you, did you play this? I did not play it at all. 
You can have my copy. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, do you care now that there's like a trilogy plan, that there's like this big, you know, arc planned for it? Does that give you any enticement to go back and play it? Joe, this is like your type of game. It's an open world collectathon. Yeah, I just didn't like the. I wasn't very interested in the setting or anything at all. And that's really my thing too. Care. Was like it was old fashioned and modern at the same time, and it just didn't. It didn't hit home. Like, because it was, like, trying to be Stone Agey, but also the future. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's one that's something that, like, you figure it out at the end what the deal with that is. But, again, if you don't – if you're not engaged enough to make it that far, there's no. really no point to that big surprise thing. I also didn't get very far into it. Though I do want to go back to playing more of it. I think it was just one of those things where I, I think I picked it up on a Black Friday sale and tried to cram it in before a Game of the Year discussion that we were having. And I just didn't get very far in it. And yeah. Was like okay, I have other things I want to play more, and then I just never went back to it. I also predicted the ending just on like the most simple things in the game. Like I'm sure you're gonna complete it, but I did look it up online, and I was like, oh yeah, it was what I exactly what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, but I mean they've they've been hinting at not hinting, but things have been leaking about this for a while with the like LinkedIn posting, and somebody changed like their Twitter name or something like that to put, you know, last of us developer, not last of us um, horizon horizon yeah. on the two developer or something. I mean, I've, I've heard also leaks about how the game will be changed for the sequel in terms of making it more of an open world playable experience. Does that do those, pro, you know, proposed changes, I guess, entice you more to go back into the world of it. Maybe not necessarily kind complete of. the first game, but go back and go, yeah. okay, I'll jump in. I'll watch a YouTube video on the cutscenes. I'll catch up on the lore real quick, and then I'll jump into this game because this seems more my type of game rather than the semi-linear nature of the first one. I, uh, there's rumors that it's going to be a uh, like hop into someone else's world multiplayer game. Um, and Joe and I played like the fuck out of like the Division and the Ghost uh, Recon Wildlands or mm-hmm. whatever that was. Yeah. And like that was fun to play with someone else, and I didn't play that game by myself. I didn't play the division very much by myself. I finished Wildlands by myself, but like only we didn't play like the last three missions together. But I primarily only played those online. So if this is going to be like that, where it's an open world game, but you can play with other people alongside you, sure, that's that's fine. That's a shared experience at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The setting still just does not intrigue me enough. Um, so if it's sure. still going to be prehistoric prehistoric future then not really i'm it's not going to be something i'm buying at 60 dollars anyway like i bought the one at 20 bucks yeah because it was a game of the year edition or whatever um but yes those those changes do sound intriguing i like the social aspect of playing co-op with people more so than playing an open world game because it just it also just seemed very empty yeah a lot of the time Whereas like most open world games at least have other people in them. It was just like, hey, you and like this robot horse. <laughs> like Yeah. What about you, Joey? Is anything will any do anything that they could announce or change get you could get you to the point where you would want to play the sequel? Uh I don't know. I would have to wait for the like the actual game to be out and to see how it is before I would even consider going back to play the first one. Yeah. Would you? Is there a scenario in which you just jump right into the second one without having played the first one, or is that just not in your nature? Which uh, is understandable. Yeah. yeah, 
That's yeah. not my nature. I, yeah. I would be too bothered by not knowing the like backstory, even if they do those like, you know, previously on kind of things. Yeah. Uh, not having played the first one would bother me too much. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, because you can get a lot of the information from like Wikipedia or watching someone's playthrough, like or cutscene movie that gets put up on YouTube, but not having that firsthand knowledge of things really can you know throw a damper in it. So I totally get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's bold to then before a second one comes out to even, you know, talk about there being a third. I mean, everything is a trilogy nowadays, so it's not yeah. really surprised. No, it's always a planned trilogy in mind kind of thing. Whether we go, get that far will depend on the quality of the second game. But I mean, the first one was highly regarded from yeah. critics and fans. Obviously, That's... it's not everybody's cup of tea, but. I saw it sold 10 million copies, it says in this article. Yeah, like it did well. So it doesn't surprise me that they, they want to keep going with it. And I guess we'll uh, we'll see come the fall. But if that is when it comes out, it could be a launch window kind of thing where it gets moved to spring. And obviously every release date in the world is up in the air right now, given the circumstances. But yeah. It'd be weird just the fact that they haven't announced anything about it yet, though. No, but I mean, you don't really you don't really need to have a long announcement window for like if this ends up being a launch game, you don't need a long announcement window. I don't think for it. Cause everyone's going to be hyped about the new machine and the new games that are now playable. It's also on a first party Sony game. And most people who own PlayStation yeah, fours we'll or it. whatever will, will get the Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm sure they'll give away the first game free on PlayStation plus the month before oh, yeah, or two sure. months before, Yeah. Um, you know, or whenever they announce it, they'll announce it and be like, as part of the state of play, we're announcing that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming out at launch on PS5. And to celebrate, here's a free copy as part of this month's PlayStation Plus. Like, mm. That's definitely going to be a thing that they do regardless of when this game comes out. We'll get that yeah. free version of the first one. So, uh, All right. Speaking of free, lightning round, uh, we're still a week away from being able to do our normal PlayStation Plus Games with Gold segment. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're not getting free games this week like we did last week. Uh, so, John, what are we getting for free this week? Uh, Bandai Namco is giving PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox players a free copy of uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Um, just because. Just because. Because you're all stuck at home. Yeah, I mean, they, they pretty much said that. Like, we're sending our mascot, I think is what they said, or like our, our global ambassador Pac-Man to your home to keep you company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I initially got it as an email, so I thought it was only for like email subscribers, but then they tweeted out like an hour later that everyone can get it for free. Yeah. And um, it's just free in the store. Like you don't need a code yeah. or anything like that. So you can just go into the PlayStation store or Xbox store. Um, or in championship Steam, edition too. Yeah. Uh, store as well. Uh, I did play it a little, like it's very different. Um, I really liked the first one. I liked the first one as well. Um, this one's a very different game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, like, you can still select classic mode. I played, like, the tutorial of what this mode is or mm -hmm. what this game is. Um, and it's very different. Like, you bump into the ghosts now, and then, like, you hit them enough times, then they'll chase after you. Hmm. Um, and then there's, like, little ghost minions as well. And if you go past them, they're sleeping. And, and then when they wake up, they follow another ghost. Um, and then, like, when you eat the power pellet, you can eat the ghost and it eats the ghost minions, but the ghost minions just go to a different ghost at that point. Huh. Um, so there's like a bunch of changes and like, there's like boss battles and stuff like that. So it's not your typical, just, it's not like miss Pac-Man where it's just the, the screen. Sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's Pac-Man. I mean, Pac-Man's great. 
yeah. most iterations of it. I haven't played a bad Pac-Man game, I don't think. Yeah, because I think I played the first one because it was a PlayStation Plus game on PS3. And that was really fun. And then this one came out and all the reviews were like, it's not really the same as the last one. Yeah, it's it's not. not as good. It's There's not that like, it's not like classic, but with new music and graphics. Like it's just mm-hmm. kind of a different beast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get it for that reason. So I'm glad to be having it for free. Yeah, it's it's trying to be a new game, which is fine. Like, yeah. I'm sure there is a classic mode. You probably just have to get past the first chunk of it. Like once they yeah. introduce all the new stuff, you can probably go and play, you know, regular classic thing. mode. Yeah, or but, eat a certain number of ghosts and that unlocks classic yeah. or beat the game or whatever. Championship edition, I had it on the Xbox 360 and I think it was like one of the first games that got a thousand achievements in too. Nice. Yeah, so I, I like Pac-Man quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good. This is definitely a good like time waster too, where it's you don't need to sink a ton of time into it, but no. you just keep playing over and over and over yeah. again. But it's available for free until May tenth, I believe. Okay. Um, so you got a couple weeks. Yeah, so you can just go onto the PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, or Steam, and get your free copy of Pac-Man to <laughs> waste some time while you're home doing nothing. There you go. Uh, okay, lightning round. Uh, we got uh, confirmation from the source this week. Uh, straight from the cover athlete's mouth about who's going to be on the cover of Madden 21. Now, Joe, you're the biggest football fan I know. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to tell us who this is? And what position? Uh, what team he plays? Well, I'm sure he can <laughs> guess the position. Well, it's it's written in the article I'm looking at right now. Ah, see, you're so smart. I knew he would know. That's uh, the thing. I uh-huh. just knew he would know. Please tell me what team he plays on, too. Uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. All right, all in one right from the the, uh, right from the title of the article. (laughs) Good for you, Joe. Your reading comprehension just goes through the roof this week. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, yeah, just like I know what QB means. Yeah, running back. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you spelled running with a Q, right? Yeah, it's silent Q. Yeah, Yeah, in football you do. It's it's to throw off the defense. Uh, but yeah, he did it in an unorthodox way. This wasn't like a tournament unveiling fan vote. This wasn't a like a big publicity rollout for it. It was uh, he was on a Zoom call with the media and just said, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm the cover athlete of Madden 21." So way to go! Yeah, that's the world we live in now, where things are announced via Zoom, which is just it's just great. I'd never even heard of Zoom until all this stuff started. Oh, uh, I had because I used it at work. Because I have a remote job anyway, so like that was a thing I was well aware of. Um, but this was—is well, is there something that makes Zoom better than like Skype or Discord? It's no. free. Uh, well, all of those are free. Um, no, it's just that I think this was—it's one of those things where people were so used to using it in the corporate world that everyone just kind of like oh adapted to it. Now that everyone has to work that way, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of the same thing as like. Everyone calls tissues Kleenex, where it's just like, that's the one that everybody knew, and that's the one that everyone kept saying, so then people kept downloading that one. So yeah, um, yeah, Lamar Jackson is going to be the cover athlete. It's not surprising. Uh, no, I mean, he had a fantastic year last year. He led everything up. I mean, he was a guy who I think two years ago was called like the greatest running back quarterback. Like He's not a good quarterback. He's just a running back, so yeah. he's never going to be anything. And then <clears throat> then he was something, and the team he's did the really Michael well. And, um, oh. <laughs> Without the dog stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not go equating him. He's to the new Michael yet. Vick football player. Okay. Mm, I mean, Michael Vick, the football player, did do terrible things as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's still a football but, player off the field. But was he a good football player? 
I mean, he he was, yes. I mean, nobody talks about OJ's football career. Not anymore, no. (laughs) They talk about his acting career. Yeah. Yeah, he really (laughs) killed that. He was also a novelist. I love Naked Gun. Yeah. So it's just good stuff. No, Lamar Jackson isn't isn't, uh, surprising. He was my quarterback on my fantasy team. Yeah. Although, I mean, there's every potential that this could be the most cursed man of all time in that it'll be the first ever Madden released for a season that doesn't take place, which is entirely possible. I hope not. I mean, we got a, we got a lot of time before football starts. Yeah, I know, but five like months training camps usually start now-ish, now-ish. Yeah. you know, spring games and OTAs and things. And like the draft was done via zoom and Skype. And uh, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm already it's lamenting out. about hockey not happening, so please don't, please don't jinx football. Have they have they officially canceled the season yet, or is it still no, on No, it's hold? it's one of those things that they're like, we we reanalyze it every week. I think yeah. is what they said. Um, but like recently, they said like now that some states are potentially opening up, we're uh, doing physical checks with players to see whether or not we can actually run practices. So, but it's not coming back. I mean, there's only a month left of the season. Well, I mean, the playoffs go till June, so you could theoretically at the end of May say, all right, regular season's over, the points are what they are, these are the playoff teams, go. They uh, could. Know. Yeah. I don't know if they will. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if this will be the first Madden to coincide with no actual football. No, please don't be so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see come the summertime. All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, a, a long-standing standoff is, is now over as... Uh, Epic announced this week that Fortnite is finally coming back to the Google Play Store on Android. This was something that we had talked about, I think, like a year and a half ago at this mm-hmm. point, where they were initially coming to Android. They were part of the Google Play Store. And then because Epic didn't want to give Google a cut of in-game purchases, which Google requires, I think it's like a 30% cut of in-game purchases, um, Epic said, you know what, we're not going to be in the Google Play Store. You can still download it on Android, but you need to download it from Fortnite.com and sideload it, which isn't difficult to do. And usually when you try to do that, it like tells you in the download process like how to do this. Um, but ultimately, the fact that Google kind of vilifies apps that are installed without the App Store, uh, because, I mean, there can you be. You can install anything. You can install anything. So you can download an APK from anywhere and Google's always like, are you sure? Do you know where this came from? Do you trust this? Is this a valid download? Are you positive? Are you sure? It could be a scam. You don't know. Double check. Triple check. You just changed the setting. Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, and ultimately, I guess Epic felt that that wasn't the kind of the tone they wanted to set with their game, even though everybody knows Fortnite the world over, I think, at this point. Um I wonder if there was like enough fake Fortnite like it's ones possible. that are spelled properly, like F O R T N I G H T, and they're like, and kids are like, oh yeah, I'll download this, and it yeah. was like some sort of they got angry malware or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's entirely possible. Uh, but ultimately, they came to the conclusion that they want to be in the Google Play Store now, uh, and I don't think Google gave them any concessions on that thirty uh, percent. So. It's back and it's available for – I mean I got an email from Google like that day. It was Jeez. like Fortnite is available on the Google Play Store. Come get it if you want it. <laughs> yeah, give me your money. Yeah. Um, so I mean if you're if you're keen to play on an Android phone and you've been holding out for the official release, it's, it's here now. You can play it. If you Could've really played. wanted to see your Travis Scott concert. <laughs> yeah. I mean you missed it, but you would have at least been able to do it by that point. 
Did anybody watch it? Anybody watch the Travis Scott concert? I don't even know who Travis Scott is. I also don't know who Travis Scott is. He's what? He's a basketball player? No, he's a rapper. (laughs) He's a rapper? Was he in Blink-182? No, that was Travis Travis Barker. Barker. Yeah. Oh. I was trying to think, like, is it Travis that's the same, or is it Scott that's the same? Michael Scott? Yeah. No, he was the guy from The Office. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's, it's, it's back. Yay, Fortnite. You can you can purchase all your V-Bucks through the Google Play Store. Could you have played it if you had downloaded it before they took it off the store? I assume so, because it still would have been on your phone. Okay. Um, it's just it's just the manner in which you got it on your phone that changed once it was there. Oh, that's true, same... yeah, because you could have sideloaded it anyway. That's... Yeah, it was the same app. Yeah. And you'll still be able to, if you want to, download it from um, the you know Fortnite's website. website. Uh, I don't know how that changes the in-app purchases if it's still... I assume because it's not tied to Google Play, then... You could still purchase and yeah, get the full it, cut. Yeah, probably but, your account wouldn't link to it. Yeah, so it's available there. So if you want to also avoid Google, you can still do that. But if you're <laughs> if you just want to download it like any of your other apps, which most people probably will be fine with, then it's there because it doesn't affect the player. It just affected the relationship between Google and Apple, right. So um, that's just the uh, the nature of things. But uh, did I miss anything that you guys have for the lightning round for this week? Uh, small thing. It's mostly visual, so you can't actually talk about it but they un- they announced the xbox one or series x logo yeah it's just an x but the x isn't like a full line it's like yeah like an and then like it shows like series next to it it's real yeah. simplistic um it's cool i mean you can check it out online but yeah there's not really much to it it's you know, it's a series x there supposedly we're getting to the other series is so i guess we'll see it I is interesting, what, though, because like, at least the Xbox logo has kind of been the same since the original Xbox. I mean, they've been like, growing on it. This is the first graphical leap. Yeah, well, first it was just the X, really. Like, it was the cutout yeah. neon X, and then it was the circle with 360, like that ball, like the logo on the controller. Mm-hmm. And then the what is the Xbox One one? How is that one different? It's, the, it's like the Xbox, the original Xbox logo but it's more simplified. Oh, okay. And now this one is just like, you know, eight bars that making an X, except it doesn't cut out at the top. Yeah. And it's a series along the side, right, right vertically. But it's like, it's just a very, very graphical leap yeah. compared to the other where PS5, it just, it's, it's, it's the PlayStation logo. It's the Spider-Man font. You know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Anything else for me, Joe? Uh, No. All right, cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know where you stand on ketchup versus mayonnaise in the Splatfest. Uh, what kind of uh, genres you want to throw together in Super Mash if you are so inclined. What do you think the future of the WWE 2K series is other than we're making a good game, we swear. Um, <laughs> do you care that uh, Horizon's going to be a trilogy? Does that make you more or less excited for a sequel? Uh, Are you going to download Pac-Man? Do you wish that a different person was on the cover of Madden? Uh, Or do you care about Fortnite being on the Google Play Store? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. Wash your hands.